What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Get Your Bell Rung Football Podcast. He is Kevin Reynolds. I am Bobby Wall, and we are here to talk all things football and hit you with some takes that might rattle you up a bit. On tonight's show, we will talk about the week 16 that was in the NFL, hit you with some news and notes. Uh, talk about the MVP race a little bit. I know this is a surprise to Kevin because he does not read the show uh, script. And obviously break down the games um, that we had and give you our starts of the week. First, Kevin Reynolds, we just had Christmas. Uh, an extra gift to you is your Baltimore Ravens beat up on the San Francisco 49ers. So I'm sure I already know the answer to this question. But as always, how you doing, my friend? Oh, doing all right. About five pounds heavier than this time last week. Uh, a little tired. Other than that, I'm doing just fine, buddy. It's been raining here for a couple of days, so you know, just sort of chilling inside, hanging out. Got my little girl for a couple of days. Then we'll break down all the Christmas gear in the house because uh, I think I mentioned here before our house looks like the North Pole in the wintertime. We have, for example, 13 inflatables. Twelve of them are indoors, so it's it's a pretty crazy looking in here. Why do you have them all inside? As one year, some little douchebags came by and slipped them all out front. So rather than having to sit out front and kill people, we chose to bring them inside. I think we need to have a decompression moment before we get on the show. Well, you asked. Just let you, well, you're right. You're right. It, it, I guess it is my fault. I Okay. <laughs> you're uh, that forms us here. A minute I am doing well. Thank you for asking. Uh, those, if you were watching the video, you saw me hold up my signed Allen and Iverson jersey. Finally came in the mail today, so pretty pumped about that one. Uh, and the boy had a great Christmas. Is Lots that of cool what that stuff. Was? Yeah, I thought it was a little placard for Dale Earnhardt. That's the number three. It's a jersey. It's folded up. It's still in the package. Oh yeah, because Allen Iverson, he, uh, he's just comical to me. I thought it was Dale Earnhardt. You being a country boy now, I thought maybe you got a Dale Earnhardt sign. Because um, I remember no, I have... when he died, and I was like sitting there watching TV, and it was it's still so vivid in my mind. It was so surreal because I love Dale Earnhardt, and and, and realizing have... watching that live, something was terribly, terribly wrong, and it's still really stuck in my head. Yeah, my I had a grandfather who was huge in a NASCAR. I have an enormous amount of NASCAR memorabilia, memorabilia, autographs from. Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon, Bill Elliott, I mean, Richard Petty, you name it. I got it somewhere. Have you ever been to a live NASCAR event? I haven't, man. No. I got that and a hockey uh, hockey match. I need to get to both of those things, did man. Did you just call it a hockey match? I did. I don't know why. I don't Are they matches? Anymore. I don't know what's going on. Nonetheless, <laughs> you should go to both. Hockey is actually my favorite live event to go to, sporting-wise. It's just the... It's so dark. The only thing that's lit up is ice. It's so bright. It's nice and cool. You have a couple $15, 12-ounce beers. It's wonderful. Is, is badminton a match? There's wrestling matches and tennis matches. I think badminton's a match, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you'd be called a match. Hockey's definitely not a match. No, it's a game. Um, but Certainly. NASCAR, do once they start their engines and you smell that fuel burning, and just to see a car go by you 170 miles an hour, it's four inches away from another car. It's, it's, yeah, sick, it's, it's, it's really, yeah, definitely really cool. gotta do that. Uh, all right, sir. Football time. Russell Wilson's getting the hook, getting thrown on the bench for the final two weeks. My question to you is why? 
Well, there's two reasons. One, he's not been stellar, although I think he's seventh in some metric quarterback rating, something or other. Um, everything online says it's about money because they own 39 mil guaranteed next year. If he gets hurt and he's still hurt by March, 37 mil of the next year becomes guaranteed. So pull him out race. to make sure he doesn't get hurt. I mean, they're in the hunt. They're seven and eight. And the there's a wild card team at eight and seven. You, I just read the article before we got on here. Uh, Peyton came out today and said they need a spark. I can't get a whole new offensive line and put them in. I can't bring in five new wide receivers. The easy thing is change the quarterback. And then if that doesn't work, you might be changing the head coach. So Jared Stidham is the spark. He says he's anxious. To, this is actual words. He's anxious to see him play. Yeah, that's coach speak. It is. I uh, think it's a mixture of those things. But as much as anything, the money. Oh, that's a hundred percent it. But I that's ballsy considering your team has a shot at the playoffs. That's not going to be easy, but you got a chance. And to bench your the guy who started the quarterback for you all year, I don't know, man. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I I don't know. We got to figure out what the fan base is thinking here. The real question is, what is the future of Russ? Is it pretty much over? Mm. Uh, I think they owe him too much money, unless someone wants to trade for it. But no, he'll they, be going. Sure they, they, I just read he'll. He, they're all the word out there is he'll be cut in early March. They're gonna have to bite the bullet on that one. They're gonna lose a bit of money. I would. I would yeah, nobody's gonna trade for him. Not that contract. So yeah. they'll probably just cut him and move on into the draft. Who's your MVP? Right now, Vegas says it's Lamar Jackson. Do you agree? No. It's been yeah, good, not great. This whole thing yeah. that the MVP is automatically the quarterback on the best team, I I, I can't get into it. I think it's stupid. Uh, he's had a good year. It's not been stellar. The metrics aren't great. He is winning. I'll give him that. Uh, but the Ravens being the Ravens with six and a half minutes to go and up 21, I was still fully convinced they were going to lose. Um, well, they gave the, up that the quick blueprints out, that's what they've done all year. Right back again, a three and out. I'm like, they're going to drive down here and score again. But luckily, the defense came through. Um, yeah, I that's think the thing that quarterbacks have to win it anymore. There's no way in any way, shape, or form that CMC shouldn't win it. But he won't. He'll win Offensive Player of the Year, whatever that's supposed to mean. That doesn't count for MVP. So my answer would be no. I think it should be MC, CMC. Well, this isn't going to be much of a debate because that's exactly what I wrote down uh, in the show notes here. Lamar Jackson's been under 200 yards passing six times. He's got Miami and Pittsburgh on deck. They're both tougher matchups for QBs. Uh, so that's, you know, he could it could be higher than six. Now, his MVP season, same deal. However, he had 1,200 yards rushing that year. He's got year. 700 now, which is a lot. He's still on pace for less than top 15 in the league for including running backs. But again, 36 passing touchdowns. They lose every game just about without him. But I think the 49ers wouldn't be half of what they are without CMC. You can't take any other back in the league and put him in there and do what he does. You just can't. 11 11 games of over 100 total yards. Uh, Not only is he leading the league in rushing yards by like 300. But he's also tied with Brees Hall for the most receiving yards by running backs. Mm. He is. He's the man, and I'm with you 100%. 21 total touchdowns. He should be the MVP. I agree, but it is what it is. It's it's always almost any non-quarterback has to have a, a something like Adrian Peterson. Isn't he the last non? And he only got it because he almost broke the 
rushing record. He had like 2,100 yards. I was yelling at the TV to give that guy the rock. Man, I wanted to see him do it. Yeah, I did not. I'm not real big into guys that abuse children. Well, was that before or after? One or the other. Okay. Well, that's, that's a, another astute observation by you, Kevin. Impressive. This is wild. We don't get Thank paid for this. Uh, All right. Any other news and notes you want to touch on before we get into these games? Don't you want to talk about Sam Howell? Um, Wait until we get to their game. He's already been benched twice. What's the third time? Well, I just I like I like bringing up players that you are in love with that I don't that I'm not. So hey, uh, yes, I'm in love with him in fantasy football realm. Not in real life. He is not good in real Did life. Did you play him in week one? I think so. Yeah, that was that was like his second biggest week, I think, of the year or so, wasn't it? Um, I don't know. I had to look that up, but uh I know I was not um not upset about it. He's QB ten. He's still QB ten on the year, even with getting benched twice the last two weeks. Uh no, actually week one was one of his he scored sixteen and that's one of his lower weeks. Mm. Um he's only scored under eighteen like three times. Gotcha. Not counting his last two weeks when he was benched. Gotcha. All right, let's look at these games. The first one of the week, the Rams take down the Saints 30 to 22. Derek Carr. This is like two two games in a row, three games in a row. He's uh he's put up some points, almost 30 in this one. Rashid Shahid, I mean, though your dart, you got him. But uh, Olave had a nice game, nine for one twenty-three uh for Chris Olave. And then this was a Puka Nakua week. 28 points, nine catches, 164 yards, and a score. Um, Matt Stafford, four straight games with 20-plus fantasy points. Now, you could make the argument that they are currently, the way they're playing on this very moment, the second-best team in the NFC. The Rams? Yeah. The way they've been playing recently, they're beating the hell out of everybody. They look great on both sides of the ball. They're winning games they should win. I I think that's getting a little ahead of us. I don't. Ourselves. I don't. Okay, so who 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 would you bet put your money on? The Rams or the Niners? Niners. Okay, Rams or the Lions? Rams. Ooh, I, I would not. Um, although it, it's going to be interesting the way things pan are panning out right now. That could be uh the first week of the playoff matchup there for you. There, there. Right? My thing with the Lions is I we you know we we make you know uh bones about our love for the Lions. But I still think they're one or two players away or just one year away. I think they win too many games with uh smoke and mirrors and they will not they're make eleven and four. Playoffs. Yeah, eleven they are. Yeah. that's correct. I just don't see it adding up in the playoffs. All right, next one. Pittsburgh smashed the Cincinnati Bengals. And this game is a prime example of how frustrating fantasy football can be. Pat Fryermuth. At the best matchup on planet Earth, our tight ends going against the Bengals, put up a goose egg. All while Mason Rudolph had almost 300 yards passing. Yeah. Mean, meanwhile, E. Higgins had the worst matchup in all of football going up against the Steelers. Ooh. All he did was go off for 140 yards and a score. It's so irritating. Yeah, I had him in and out of my lineup because of the yeah. fact the Steelers, he scored 10 more points. In this game, in the Steelers, for, for fantasy points in this game, and the Steelers usually give up for an entire team in a game. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it was on one 80 yard touchdown, I believe. But nonetheless, 
I put the screws to myself. And this game, Bad I did Bengals not expect this. I thought this score would be flip-flopped, but it's the NFL. You never know. Ten Bengals on a pass. Uh, and then on the other side of the ball, not to be outdone, George Pickens goes 195 yards receiving. So what are you thinking? Like uh, probably 10, 12 grabs, four catches, just shy of 200 yards at two touchdowns. Yeah, he had a 86-yard TD, 66-yard TD, all on my bench in my league of record. Now, granted, I was out, but I'm not playing for anything. But I'll, I've got great news. Just another dagger in my freaking back. This week, not only did I have the high player of the week, Amari Cooper, I had the highest weekly total. Both these things get me money. My team was so good, even with Pickens on the bench, I still set the weekly high for the entire season, which is going to get me a bonus here at the end, unless somebody breaks it this week. All in what week? Week 16, while I'm playing for absolutely nothing. So I wrote in the league commissioner, and I was like, oh, what could have been? This is what I had expected all along, a quarterback that could do something. All these badass receivers, points left and right, B. John, points left and right. And I didn't even make the playoffs. Uh, well, I'm sure some people uh, got a little irritated with Gabe Davis because he oh. was either on your bench or going against you. There's no way that that you started Gabe Davis if you had him. Four catches, 130 and a touchdown. This guy has done next to nothing all year. It's yeah, the just... week I started at zero catches for zero yards and zero touchdowns. It was awesome. He has just as many zero games as he does 18 or more point games. How's that even possible? He's got he's got one, two, he's got four zeros. He's got a 1.1 and a 1.6. And those were games that the zeros, they're games he played. It's not like he got hurt. He played the whole game. Two targets in one. Um, oh, no, he did not. He did play against the Jets, but he didn't he have didn't a target. Memory serves me right. And then he had two targets against the Chiefs and one against the Cowboys. Unreal. That's it's Yes, unreal. And it's also unreal that the Chargers were anywhere near this game. Um, they only lost by two. I know they're playing at home, but come on, Buffalo just whooped up on the Cowboys. Um, Josh Allen had a good game, uh, and that was it outside of that Gabe Davis deal. And then you can you imagine having Chargers on your team? Like you rode Keenan Allen to get you to the playoffs and Herbert, and gosh, what is it? Mm, that's tough. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. We, I, we should have looked. We should have. I, I thought about this the other day. Did, I wasn't in a place to do it, but. So just right down of the 32 teams, how many of them don't have their week one starter playing starting this one in week 16? It's got to be close to half the league. Well, I mean, I got all the teams in front of us right now. Jets, Patriots, Browns, Steelers, Bengals. Jaguars started C.J. Beathard. Uh, Colts, the Texans, uh, the Titans, the Raiders. Uh, Broncos this week, we have to add the Broncos because this week it won't be, uh, they'll have somebody new. The Chargers, we're up to 12, by the way. Um, That's just the AFC. Right, right. The Giants, the Commanders, the Vikings. Uh, well, we can't count the, the Bears had Tyson Badgett for a while, but we can't count them, I guess, because Fields is back. Um, the Falcons, I don't know who's starting this week, so we can throw them in there. It's supposed to be Heineken, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Okay, He's so we can, yeah, so we'll throw them in there. Sixteen, 
Yep. Um, and that'll be it because Geno Smith is back. Uh, but as far as on the season, there's probably only five teams that didn't start a backup quarterback. Yeah. Which is crazy. That's Between there's no way that's happening. And guys just sort of sucking. It's just it's a nightmare for fantasy because you're right. You you might have had this good team all, all year long, and all of a sudden it just it falls to pieces because everybody's hurt. Yep. Uh the Jets were up at one point, was it twenty to zero and then twenty seven to seven on the uh against yep. the commanders, but the commanders came back, made it interesting. Uh, only lost by two thirty to twenty eight. The only news and notes from this one is Brees Hall with almost forty fantasy points. He had ninety five rushing yards and two touchdowns, and he had twelve catches for ninety six yards through the air. That could you rub it in a little more? That'll what? Because it's not like I played him last week for his two point seven points. Yeah, boy, this one. It's just not my year, buddy. I've accepted. That's all right, man. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. It's not. not, it's not, angers, not it angers me, but it is what it is. You'll make it. I got faith in you. The Seahawks pull out another close game uh, against the Titans this time, 20-17. to 17. Um, DK scored, and Tyler Lockett did okay for you. Derrick Henry, nice solid game from him, 88 yards on the ground and a rushing score. He also – had a passing touchdown. He always has a couple of those. One or two passing touchdowns a year. And he's got two on the year now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting fact about uh, DK Metcalf here. He has 10. We talk that we say this about Cortland Sutton all the time, about how his little his range of scoring. Now, DK stepped out of that range, but he has 10 games where he scored between 9 and 14 and a half points. 10 games. Yeah, because he's really only had one huge game. Yeah, and and you, so he's been consistently a wide receiver too. Yeah, he. Uh, matter of fact, he's the second highest he's had all year is seventeen point nine. Yeah, not even a wide receiver too, because nine, ten, eleven, twelve points. You need more from more than that on your wide receiver too. Wow. Yeah, crazy stuff. I know. The Lions beat the Minnesota Vikings and become the NFC North champions for the first time. Since 1993, hats off to you, Detroit fans. It's been a long time coming. You deserve it. I'm glad to see it. Jameer Gibbs is a beast. David Montgomery did his normal thing, 55 yards on the ground and a score. Uh, and Amon Ross St. Brown, I know you're worried about him, but they have – their defense needs to pick it up some. But they can run the ball, and they can get the the – Completions they need when they need them. Amon Ross St. Brown is a third down monster. I mean, he always seems like he's open cross crossing the middle of the field whenever they need him. Uh, and then Justin Jefferson, six for 141 a touchdown. He's quarterback proof. And my gosh, he's incredible. He did you see that catch he made in double coverage when it was like third and 19 or something? For I first down. I did actually. Oh, it was. I mean, he's what, six foot maybe? And he looked like Calvin Johnson out there. It's one, one, two defenders. Five. Yeah, I don't know about that, but maybe he plays taller. But yes, he certainly does, especially on that play. If you get a chance, look it up. It was a, uh, it was great. Yeah, I am worried about the Lions. So I'd like to see them make the Super Bowl in the NFC, but I just, I just for, there's something about them that I just think they're a year away. I do hate that they have to play Dallas in Dallas this week. Could be tough. 
Yeah, no kidding. The Falcons whooped up on the Indianapolis Colts 29 to 10, but that's what happens when you don't have your number one wide receiver, Michael Pittman. He was out with a concussion. And I'm telling you right now, buddy, if Pittman is out, the Colts are done. They're currently tied for the division league, but the, the uh, division league, but it is not happening without Pittman. They had their second lowest total yards and second lowest passing yards of the season outside of the win against Carolina back in week nine. They had two pick sixes in that game. The offense didn't need to do anything. So basically this was their worst offensive game of the entire season. And I know it's a concussion. He'll probably hopefully be back this week because uh, they're absolutely going to need him if they plan on winning any games for the rest of the year. Yeah, and it's crazy because uh, the Jags are essentially saying, please take the division, please. Oh, I know. And the Colts are just saying, no, thank you. It's uh, losing to the Falcons. Who are they? Handily. Yeah, they got crushed. They got crushed. Yeah. Taylor Taylor Heineke beat you. Yeah. Uh, But guess what? Bijan Robinson had, uh, what was it, 19 touches? Good things happen whenever you do that. Yeah, I liked it. Incredible. I like that a lot. Uh, Carolina almost got another win. That would have been, what, their third win of the year against the Green Bay Packers. Um, mm-hmm. But Green Bay was able to win. Was it last second field goal? Yeah. 33 I mean, it was 30. Tied, I think I, so it wasn't like they were going to lose, but yeah. Yeah, but I think, but I thought I remember that being just right there at the very end. Yes. Um, Jordan Love had a nice game, but, that, you know, it's not hard to do whenever you're going up against uh, the Carolina Panthers. And although Bryce Young got 22 fantasy points and threw for 300 yards and two touchdowns, I still have not seen a single play where I thought, "Wow, yeah, there he is, number one receiver or number one pick overall, right there. Good job, Carolina." Not one play, yeah, not one throw, nothing. He's got he's got to be a little uh, distraught by this point in the year, the endless losing, the injury here, injury there. Uh, yeah, you don't see any kind of excitement where he's like a, a transformed human being from this time last year. Yeah. I, um, moving on, unfortunately, I know we're both uh, – I think you are. I'm definitely pulling for the Houston Texans. Uh, they had no chance against the Cleveland Browns defense without C.J. Stroud. Oh, he, this is, what, his second game he's missed now with uh, with that concussion? Yes. So they got to get him back. Um, Davis Mills actually didn't play half not all that bad. I mean, his completion percentage was was terrible, but um, I don't know. He got two touchdowns. He yeah. didn't uh, didn't throw any picks. So you know, going up against Cleveland's defense, it's probably as good as you can hope for with Davis Mills out there. <clears throat> no fantasy goodness for anybody else on that team. And then Joe Flacco, man, twenty eight fantasy points, three hundred sixty eight yards, three touchdowns. He got his normal two interceptions, but uh, it didn't matter. And then, do you want to do you want to go? Do you want to give us a Mari Cooper stat line or or what? It's funny because in week one, the once done, I felt like a genius for playing him when he got twenty four points, and then these yeah. other jokers decided to throw him in because of that, and they get forty nine out of him. Eleven catches, two hundred sixty five yards, two TDs. Like I said, I love it because he's in, I have him in my league of records, so he got me those points as well. It was just sick. Man amongst boys. Uh, yeah, no kidding. He loves Since himself t- some Joe Flacco, doesn't he? He does. And I posted this on our page, uh, on Facebook page a little earlier today. Since taking over four weeks ago, Joe Flacco has 30 more fantasy points than Patrick Mahomes. That's like 
eight points a game. And Baker Mayfield has 32 more points. I don't know how points. it's not more than that, the numbers he's throwing up. Well, he has he's had two games at 16, but then he's had two monster games after that. Gotcha. But let's go, Joe. And, and you know what's wild? is He's going to be on the street in the offseason. He sure is. They'd rather pay John Watson so that they can lose. Zero, zero cents. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers – you mentioned the Jacksonville Jaguars. They really are doing anything they can uh, to give this division away. Uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, he had himself a nice game. Uh, I just mentioned him, 283 and two touchdowns. Uh, Chris Godwin was okay. Rashad White dominating again. Mike Evans dominating again, seven for 86 and two touchdowns. Uh, and then outside of Calvin Ridley's two scores, one from each quarterback, Trevor Lawrence and C.J. Beathard, um, that's really it. I guess Evan Ingram had 10 catches for 95. But, man, this Jaguars team, I'm worried. Yeah, I mean, four weeks ago, they were tied for the AFC's best record. Now they've lost four in a row and in ugly, ugly fashion. It's not like they're going out there. This isn't even competitive. Uh, well, and I, even I, I don't know. And even I don't know what, what do they do to change things? It's not – I mean, Trevor's a little injured, but if you're that injured that you're going to be getting murdered, you should, you should pull yourself out. I just don't know what they're going to do to turn the tide here. They're lucky they're in an awful division that nobody wants to win. Yeah, Doug Peterson better get his group together. And then um, Rashad White, he has 10 straight games of 12 or more fantasy points. That dude does it week after week after week. He's dreaming. Like I said, you could ask half the people you know who's the starting quarter or running back for them. They would have no idea it was him yet. Here we are. What is my it, favorite three or four overall? Um, check that. Uh, I'm going to go into the next game. You look that up real quick. Um, I Good think life. it was four going into the week. But um, in my favorite game uh, of this past week, 16, was the Miami Dolphins took down the Dallas Cowboys 22-20. My Eagles need some help, um, and that came in the way of Tua and company, although not a whole lot of uh, fantasy output for this one as far as Miami goes. Uh, and then for Dallas, just Dak and and CD. What a what a combo they are! If you targeted them in fantasy drafts, you oh. know CD in the second second round or so, and then you know you got Dak a little later on. My gosh, has that paid off for you? Yeah, it started off really slowly. It, through about four weeks, people were pissed off. Then CD became the uh, squeaky wheel, and then boom, it just went from there. Rashad White's number three right now: McCaffrey, Mostert, White, Eddie, and Kyron Williams. Is it Kyron or Kieran? It's Kyron. I think you asked me that weekly. Which is it? It's Kyron. Yeah. <laughs> I would so, ask you twice. I see. I know. It's <laughs> 9.05. Seven days from right now at 9.05. You're going to ask me again. Uh, I hope so. I'll That's make me feel good about myself. Uh, the Bears gave the Cardinals another loss, 27-16. to 16. Justin Fields, 97 yards rushing and a touchdown. Leo Herbert. Then see, this is another thing about fantasy. All week, all the guys that know what they're talking about. Well, you know, Deonta Foreman's not going to play, so Roshan Johnson's a guy to have here. Khalil Herbert's not doing anything, so keep Khalil Herbert on your bench. And what's he do? Twenty carries, buck twelve, and a rushing touchdown. So, I mean, so irritating. Cole Komet four catches, but a hundred and seven yards. I watched a couple of his catches, man. There wasn't anyone around him. I mean. Not a soul. 
absolutely wide open running down the field. Uh, so, and then James Connors, a man who yeah. gets it done time and time again, this time through the air. He had a receiving score, five catches, 67 yards. Uh, and Kyler Murray was okay. I really wanted to play James Connor because I was itching for a second running back. I know I should have, but I, he's for some reason I can't trust him. I don't know why. Uh, so let me ask you this Has Justin Fields done enough to keep his job? Well, I'm so, oh, dude, I'm so glad you asked me that because what the Chicago Bears do with Justin Fields and the number one pick in the draft is man it's one of the things i'm looking forward to the most in the offseason uh i can't wait uh, personally i don't think he's done enough i'm not a fields guy i wasn't a fields guy ever uh still not uh but the i don't know is, is Arizona's number two and i don't know that they're going to move on from kyler murray even if there's a chance they could they're in the same boat. Both those teams right, are the they same are. Boat. They've got what would be perfect is if Washington ends up number two. If that would happen, then Chicago really has to make some choices because they could basically, or sorry for those out there, but lack of a better term, trade break Washington because they could and and move switch one and two, let them take the quarterback. They take Marvin Harrison Jr. too, and about three or four more picks, which is what it seems that these teams do anymore. Man, I'd have a hard time passing that up, or even New England do, doing it with them. But I don't think Belichick. Well, he won't even be there. But right, I I don't know. I just man. Well, I went back and looked at some field stuff, and just to just to fantasy has nothing to do with reality. However, well, you need to win games, right? They don't care about us, right? Right, but just to show how up and down he is, this fantasy sort of gives you a glimpse sometimes into how they did in real life. He had 38 fantasy points a bunch of weeks ago. Next week, four, 21, nine, 24, nine, 24, yeah. right? And then they got a tough matchup this week um, against Atlanta, but they're playing at home, so we'll have to see. But if you know, if there's a pattern here, he's going to have a, a letdown week. Yeah, I don't know. It depends. Well, what you it depends what you could get for that pick. That it'd be right. It might be to he. It's because it's not like he's Sam Howell. It's not like he's Mac Jones. You know, and never, you know, just you know, a guy who you know is not going to be your long term solution. I don't, I don't know. It, it'd be tough. It'll be interesting to see in the offseason how this shakes out. First of all, the draft order. Uh, I have zero confidence that Justin Fields will. Uh, lead the Bears to a Super Bowl. I don't necessarily know they would either, but I don't necessarily think I have any constant Caleb Williams is going to lead anybody to one either. He barely led USC to a winning record this year. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think he wants to go to Chicago. He's MVP this, MVP that. They, they talk everything or you know, going to be, and what did he do? He did nothing. He wasn't even in the Heisman talk. He Two guys in his own freaking conference finished ahead of him. Yep. Um, it'll be this day. Draft season is one of my favorite parts of the year, and it's uh, it's coming up. So we'll see how that all pans out. Next up, the Patriots beat the Denver Broncos 26 to 23. Uh, I don't know how this stuff works. I don't understand football, the NFL. It makes no sense to me. Uh, Russell Wilson had one of his better games, I think, 25 for 37, 238 and two, and now he's going to the bench. Uh, 
I don't know, man. I don't know how or why the Patriots won. Football's weird, man. And it was on the road in Denver. Yeah, but it's good because it'd be boring if the team we thought should win always wins. Uh, That's true, but th- yeah, that was only the, the hard one to really season. understand. The Broncos were rolling there for a while. I mean, they were. Now they what lost two in a row. Yeah, it was what were they like a six, seven game win streak? You were excited a couple weeks ago if you named a couple of things that could happen next. You know, the Broncos win the division. Well, part yeah. of your uh, soothsaying was correct. The Chiefs it's have stopped. <laughs> for some terrible. reason, Broncos are like the whole AFC South and just like, no, thank you. Take it. Come on, Denver. I put it out there in the world. I am beating the Chiefs down for you. I'm giving you an opportunity. And now Almost you're, impossible you're now. That's the oh, yeah. numbers one. They'd have to win both in case he lose both now. Uh, how about the Kansas City Chiefs, who were just mentioned, lost to the Raiders 20-14, to 14, and the only fantasy-relevant person was Zamir White, who had 22 carries for 145 yards. Yep, but no score, so it still didn't amount to all that much. Yeah, but nobody else. No Mahomes, no, no Kelsey, no nothing. Yeah. yeah. This is yeah. lame. One thing I'd ask about the Chiefs that, that I thought is you can't get anything going – with basic offense. So why are we running trick plays? Why are we running direct snaps to Pacheco for him to toss to a wide receiver, which ends up getting returned for a touchdown? Why are because we it can't do anything with that else. stuff right now? I know, but you, I really think they need to get back to the basics of what they've always done and just roll with it. Then throw in all this crap that's cost that's helping to cost you games. Did you see uh, Kelsey's little rant on his podcast? F this, F that, F everyone. Oh, no, I haven't seen that yeah, yet. Yeah, but I mean, called himself as well, calling out the whole sure. team, coaches, players, owners, you name it, he called everybody out. Because um, well, the way they, they look now, you were right all along because they look great for a certain parts of the year. Four weeks ago, they were the number one seed. Now, man, they're going to be fighting to, to keep the division. They've lost three of their last four and yeah. five of their last eight. That is not. That probably hasn't happened in Kansas City for how many years? It's been many, and it's not it's not a good thing to have as you're rolling into the playoffs. It certainly is not. Um, so they, the, they lead the league in drops by far. They lead the league uh, in offensive uh, penalties by far. They're like fifth in the NFL in turnovers. You add those things up, and it is not a winning. The fact they've won as many games as they have is really quite amazing when when, when you're leading in those things. Yeah, I agree. The Eagles beat the Giants 33-25. to Obviously, I watched every play of this game, and I was annoyed for 90% of them. Uh, this game was, I thought, closer than this, than the score. Philly cannot Very put teams away. They went up um, pretty big early and could have put the foot down and you know ended it quick. Uh, they chose not to. Saquon had a nice day. Do you think, Kevin, after listening to my starts of the week and saying Darius Slayton, you should play, do you think anyone actually did it? Because he scored 19 and a half fantasy points. No. Oh, no. I wouldn't no, have I, either. But... I wouldn't have started him anyway. Um, I would have started Wandale because Slayton only had three oh. targets. They just turned into great things. Yeah, that's what he does, though. He, he gets that big play. He's a big play guy. He scored a touchdown. Uh, DeAndre Swift, Jalen Hurts, both fine. Um, Devonta Smith, fine. A.J. Brown. Yeah. Boy, A.J. Brown started the year. His first half of the year was incredible. It sure was. Really falling off lately. He's not very happy about it. 
He's not uh, broke 16 points since week eight. Philly has got to run the football. I don't I don't understand all the passing. Yeah, the play call get... was very bizarre throughout the entire game. I really Here. and you throughout know the entire season. defenses. Why would you want to have them on the field for 40 minutes? DeAndre Swift had 20 carries, averaged just shy of five yards a carry, he had 92 yards on the ground. And Kenneth Gainwell averaged seven yards a carry with six attempts. Why aren't we running the ball? I don't know. I don't understand. It makes it no one does. little yeah. sense to anyone. And, and you have a defense that's arguably the worst in the league. Why would you continually want – they come off the field, make a stop, come off the field. You do a quick three and out with three passes, and boom, they're right back on there in about 30 seconds of real time or of game time, about right. three minutes of real time. It's crazy. I know. And their defense anymore, it looks like Jalen Collar is the only – person that even bothers to play defense and he goes out and have two personal fouls on I just it's it's just really weird dude well last year Philly was um I mean fighting for the NFL record for sacks in a season and this year they're tied for 15 and that just exploits a secondary that wasn't good last year either but when you're not getting that pressure it it makes it it's glaring uh, so they got to figure out a way to get pressure on the quarterback because it ain't happening. Yeah, some something's got to change. I, I don't know what it's going to be. What what can you really change going into week seventeen? Scheme, man, yeah, scheme I, it I up. Know, but if you haven't changed it by now, my point is you're most likely not. Gotcha. I, yeah. Most teams don't turn a corner in week sixteen. But uh, <laughs> but you true. never know. Oh, we got to figure it out now. Like I said, there's still a team I wouldn't I wouldn't want to have to play in the playoffs. I'm way more scared of them than the Chiefs at this point, if that says anything to you. It's interesting because I feel like your theory on why you don't want to play the Eagles is the same as why you wouldn't mind playing the Lions because you're worried that the Eagles could put it together at any time and absolutely dominate a game. The Lions theoretically could, but it's more like they're probably – it's more likely that's not going to happen. No, I could see the Eagles going into a game – Always winning. I can see Detroit going to game and either winning thirty-eight to three or losing thirty-eight yeah, right. to three. Right. Which is weird with an eleven and fourteen. It is, but I just, I think they've done it. Then they lose a game roughly around that score to somebody a few weeks ago, didn't they? Who was it that murdered them? We got to work on your verbiage. You don't like murdered. It's it's just it's so angry. Um. Muck duck. Oh, they lost lost the Ravens 38 to 6. That was the big game. 28-13 to the Bears. Yeah. Um, and their defense gives up a lot of points. Even when they win, they give up a lot yeah. of points. Yes. So they do, I, quarterback. do I love them? Do I want them to win? Of course. Do I think they're going to win the Super Bowl? I do not. As dreamy as Aiden, it would be. Aiden Hutchinson leads the league in quarterback pressures. Um but just can't finish it. He just can't get the sacks. And if he doesn't, then the team ends up getting a 14-yard game. Right. Absolutely. All right, buddy. It's time. Time for you to shine. The Baltimore Ravens beat the 49ers pretty handily, 33-19. to Um, Fantasy stuff, Lamar was had a good game. Zay Flowers decided to show up. Um, He looked really good, honestly. 
And then Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle uh, were the stars here, but Ayuk also had a good game. Yeah, watching the game, buddy, right off the bat with the safety, it's 2 nothing, And I'm almost to the point, like, you know what? I've had a good day. I'm not ruining it watching this trash. I did what you did last week, where you thought about texting me but decided not to. Yeah. At that moment, I made that same decision. I was just like, you know, I just, yeah, I can't, I'm not down with this. I've had a great day. Screw this. But I said, okay, I'll keep it on. See what happens. All these whiny Ravens fans talking about how that referee caused that freaking safety. He didn't cause that safety. He's just trying out of the way. That was going nowhere anyway, because Lamar still does this thing. If you ever watch Amos tape, he always just runs backwards. They can have the ball on the two yard line. He goes for a pass. He releases it from the 20. I don't know why he does it. It rarely helps. It didn't help there because he was running dead left anyway. He's being chased by, was it Bosa chasing him? He was never going to be able to get that ball back to the line of scrimmage anyway. It's going to be a safety whether he tripped over the ref or not. So that was a bunch of crap. Um, but, man, after that, he made some beautiful tight throws. A couple off ones, too, with some really nice throws. They couldn't stop them running. They couldn't stop them passing. They were scoring, getting in the red zone. But we talked before the show, with six and a half minutes left, I was still fully convinced, up 21, that the Ravens would lose because that's what in their MO this year. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they've they've uh, led in the fourth quarter every single game this year, every single game. And some of the three they lost by double digits. But, man, the defense stepped Pretty up sick. there at the end. That Roquan, he is a beast. Now, I'm really worried about Kyle Hamilton because he, as much mm-hmm. as Roquan – causes all the trouble and havoc. Kyle Hamilton's the key to the defense because the dude is as good a safety as anybody in the league. He's just everywhere. So I'm really worried if he's out uh for a playoff run. But uh man, it was a it was a fun game to watch. I enjoyed it, but it's still nerve wracking. San Francisco just just didn't show up on either side of the ball. No, they just look like uh like a like a half a down off on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I I don't man it's that defense I have a lot of questions coming out of that game. I still, if I had to bet on who's going to win the Super Bowl, I'd still put it on San Francisco. So we're I, all allowed. We're all allowed to have a down game. Yeah, uh, and Purdy, man, two of his two of his interceptions were tip balls. You know, so it was fluky. Two of them were awful, but two of them were just tip balls. You uh, usually you have a, a, a the really good teams. Somebody shows up. Right, like Philly just dropped thirty-three points, but they gave up twenty-five. The offense showed up yeah. uh, decently, but the defense didn't. But that, you know, usually one of the the two, um, you know, decides to get off the bus. San Francisco, uh, neither neither side of the ball really put anything together. I mean, it didn't look good, but they threw for over three hundred yards, rushed for over a hundred. It just didn't amount to points because the turnovers. Yeah, you can't have five turnovers. Yeah, I saw going into the game, the Niners had. At one point, they had scored like their last 10 possessions in a row once inside the red zone, 10 in a row. And then that stopped very abruptly and continued to stop yep. throughout the game. Yeah, they just weren't scoring. They had a couple guys had big numbers, but those four turnovers when you're playing uh, a team like, like the Ravens, you're in trouble. You're in trouble with anybody when you have four interceptions. But when you're playing the bet, arguably the best defense in the league and a team that can also score. You're really in trouble. Yeah, well, there were five interceptions. Purdy had four. Oh, yeah, Darnold five. Had... I was just talking about Purdy's, yeah, because Darnold's at the end was – that was a desperation. That was fourth down from in goal from, what, like the 15, 16, and just Nothing. 
yeah, just chuck it in the end zone, hope, hope our guys get it. But it was fun right, to sir. watch. Uh, Ravens got to shore up a few things, so you can't give up almost 500 yards of offense and expect to uh, to, to keep it going through the playoffs. So hopefully they can figure something out there. Certainly cannot do that. Um, this week, looking ahead real quick before we get to our starts of the week, Detroit uh, at Dallas, big, big game. Uh, for everyone involved, I would imagine that San Francisco at Washington, San Francisco is going to be pretty ticked off. Um, I would not want to be a commander um, on the field. I wouldn't want to be a fan. I wouldn't want to be a coach. Uh, and then Miami at your Ravens, man, that's a that's a big one there. A lot of implications for that one is, uh, you know, who the one seed in the AFC is going to be. Uh, so those are the three biggest games that I'm looking at. Yeah, you know, whoever wins that essentially has it unless they would fall apart in week seven because all the or week eighteen, because right now Baltimore's ahead by a game, but if Miami beats them, obviously they're tied and Miami has the head to head tiebreaker. So for all intents and purposes, I think who do the Ravens have the last week? They have somebody relatively uh Pittsburgh. Somebody near the they division. lost to them before one of those double digit leads, but uh Miami has Buffalo. Yeah, which could be for the the you know the division. So uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah, this is gonna be this is a fun end of the season. So many mediocre teams, or at least teams with mediocre records. I'm glad the Bills are back in the playoff hunt, though. Me too, absolutely. All right, sir, you want to lead us here on our starts of the week? Well, sure, buddy, Ro. Excellent. Let me look at my quarterbacks here. I went with. Somebody who I can't stand yet. For some reason this year, I've gotten a slow fondness for. I went I went down the rung just a little bit here, and I went with Tyler Murray against your Eagles. Mm. They're such an awful defense that if DeVito and Tyrod Taylor were eating them up, why can't Kyler Murray, right? Why not? Yes, yeah, so I rolled with Kyler Murray against uh, the Eagles in a, a really, uh, I wouldn't call it a must-win game anymore. But the Eagles could you, still end up the number one seed. I hope you paired it with uh, Greg Dortch because I don't think Hollywood Brown's playing. That I did not. Well, you might have Darius Slayton. Might as well. All right, for me, uh, we just talked about how poorly he played, but I'm getting back with Brock Purdy, uh, and I'm doing it. I know he's a QB5 on the year, but going into your fantasy championship week, you might be – scared after because for some reason no still nobody thinks Brock Purdy's any good um but look Washington is terrible against quarterbacks and like I said San Francisco's got a point to prove they're going to come out swinging so I would feel pretty good with Purdy in my lineup if I was playing for a title I would generally speaking but the Washington's actually in the better half of the league against quarterbacks the last four only weeks. for the last four weeks yeah but um for the season they're the, actually the worst even worse than um than Philly is. So you think week one really has a lot, a lot of factors? No, no, no. But I I have absolutely no issues, no worries, nothing with, with Brooke Purdy at all. Not even. Oh, me either. Anybody who benches him now simply because of one bad game, you just shouldn't be playing. It's well, that simple. Everybody has a bad game. Other than that, he was the odds on MVP going into the weekend. He has one bad right. game. Now you're going to just throw the guy away. It would make no and sense. He, he dropped down. He's like tied for fourth now, I think. For the odds, yeah, he dropped a good yeah. bit. I think it's what, Lamar? It's Christian McCaffrey. And then Tua? 
Yeah, two. Well, actually, maybe it's maybe it's third. Maybe it's like Brock and Tua and somebody else. Maybe Dak. I don't know. So we're in for two of one of my preseason bowl predictions. Oh, you're right. My Tyreek Hill, and that's not going to the, the ankle injuries ruined his two thousand yard season. I predicted, but he would. I think he'd have got it if he not had not gotten hurt. He's missed a game a game and a half because of it. All right, who's your running back? Let me look. See, you got right down here, buddy. Oh, I picked your boy. Uh, the third worst are giving up the third most points against running backs the last four weeks of the Cardinals. So I went your boy D Swift. Well, had a good that's week silly. this week. Now he gets to play a cupcake defense, and maybe they'll actually listen to you and run a little bit. You should be able to play him and Kenneth Gainwell. There needs to be thirty-five to forty carries with the running backs this week. Why not? But, Why not even give B Scott yeah. a couple? You love him. I go. Oh. Um, Samir White is my guy if he is the guy in Las Vegas. Indianapolis has not been very good uh, against opposing running backs. And last two weeks, when White's been the man, 16 points and then 14 and a half fantasy points. So, like, yeah, they're gonna feed him the 45 yards. He's they're feeding him, he's, he's over 20. Yeah, whoever the running back is, they're feeding him the rock. So, throw him in there. Well done, sir. My wide receiver, fine, sir. I went with Mr. Rasheed Rice. I think that our boy Mahomes just needs to give him about 15 targets to say that the rest of you guys suck. I'm done with you. I'm just going to throw to this guy in Kelsey, chuck a couple to CEH out of the backfield, McKinnon, and I'm done with the rest of you. Go run your routes to open up the field for Rice. He's the only guy that can run routes. He's the only guy that's where he's supposed to be. He's the only guy certainly that can catch. He's my guy as well. Good matchup with the Bengals, and he is the absolute only capable receiver on that entire team. So, playing at home, and all of a sudden, this all of a sudden these games matter. KC's not used to playing games this time of season to have so many implications. Yeah, I mean, they could be the four seed. They're not going to lose. They're lucky. They're not. That's not going to happen. But they could end up being the four seed and playing. Mm -hmm. What would then? I read it would be Mahomes' first ever road playoff game. Um, I believe that is no, because the four seed they play at home to start. No, no, I don't mean I know, but I mean if they would win, yes, it'd be his first ever. Then he's always only he's only ever played home playoff games. He's never had to play on the road unless yeah. you count the Super Bowl on the road. And and as it stands right now, the first team they play would either be the Cleveland Browns or the Buffalo Bills, depending on how the season plays out. Neither both teams who want a little revenge on them for the last few years and. Neither one of them, everybody, if we're, if we're sitting here talking about it, you know what they're doing. They're licking their chops ready to lay into this team because the whole AFC is sick of the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, for sure. Tight end, sir. Tight end. I went with uh, Mr. Gerald Everett against the Broncos. Third third worst against tight ends the last four weeks. He's had about, I think, did I see he's had seven targets a game the last couple of weeks? And why not with a guy go with a guy who again doesn't inspire greatness, but in any given week might get you 15 points. And in the tight end world, that's pretty spectacular. No, Kevin, I I wanted to do the same thing. I actually typed him in to my notes, and then I went and and dug into it a little more. He has he scored 10 points once this season. That's all right. 10.3 against your Ravens. The last four weeks, 4.4, 3.9, 4.1, 4.2. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I could because on top of it, 
no Keenan Allen, and most likely they're saying no Josh Palmer. So I think he's going to get peppered with some targets, and I'm going to go with him. So who are you going with, buddy? Another I'm going to pull uh, zero no. burger. Yeah, one and two because he has an incredible matchup as well. But screw you, Mason Rudolph. Um, we no, can work I, on your language. I'm I'm going to pull an anchor man <laughs> and and read the teleprompter. Jake Ferguson. I wrote a question mark in there because I don't feel good about any of these tight ends. Uh, but Detroit does give up the eighth most points to tight ends over the last four weeks, and Dallas is probably going to have to put up some points in this one. So they're going to need to throw that throw the rock around a little bit, and um, Dak Prescott likes Ferguson. That he does. There's no doubt about it. Defense. I went, and, and I'm only doing this because people would always play them anyway. Um, but coming off of that debacle, I went with the Niners against uh, against Washington. Because well, Niners' a, defense has actually not been stellar. I know they're winning a lot of people there, but if you look at their overall metrics, they are not, you know, some top five defense who can't – people have moved the ball in a lot, especially passing. Uh, Fantasy-wise, they're eighth. So they're – I mean, it's a top ten unit, but it's, you know, it's not like it's the Cowboys or the Ravens. Right. For me, and now I'm going to need Will Anderson to be perfectly healthy here, but uh, I would go Houston Texans at home versus Tennessee. Houston needs a win. Uh, Will Levis has 10 turnovers in eight games, and Tennessee has only scored more than 17 points five times all season. Yeah. They've been under 17 points every single week except for five. So you're not worried about them putting up a ton of points on your defense. You get a turnover or two here or there. Um, you're good to go. I would particularly like that if Stroud comes back because then Tennessee's going to be playing from behind and right. throwing up a couple quick picks to you. Yep. All right, sir. Anything else from you? No, not particularly. Can I give you a terrible thing from my nephew Frogger over the weekend? He's in I the fantasy semifinals against Whitey, the Skull Mafia. Frogger's the League of Shadows. Going into Christmas Day, Whitey was done. He had – he was – Six point seven point four, I think, points ahead of Whitey. Whitey, or ahead of Frogger. Frogger still had Aiden O'Connell and the 49ers defense to go. Down only seven and a half points. And I'm thinking, man, I'd bet my house on Frogger winning this game. He's got O'Connell, who coming off the game of his life, 63 points. The Niners defense, always good enough. And I figured, you know, good enough to get a few points against the Ravens. Then Aiden O'Connell... First game since 1980, a team wins after not completing a pass in the second, third, or fourth quarter. Ends up with 1.6. The Niners start off with the safety. And I'm thinking, oh, the Niners are going to save them here. Nope. I think the two points was all there. They might have had a sack or something. So they ended up with like three points because they end up with some negative. And Frogger, he didn't just lose. He ended up losing by like five or four. <laughs> it was crazy. The fantasy is just the worst. The, worst. the absolute yeah, worst. Worse. You're down seven. Means- your quarterback and defense left, and you still lose by four. That being said, um, I'm getting very excited for the offseason. Uh the older I get, the more I do this, the the less excited I get for the fantasy part, and the more excited I get for the real football part. The free agency, the trades, the, the draft. Um, I love all that stuff. Are we still gonna try to figure out Detroit? Dude, I, I'm gonna have a two month old. Oh yeah, well. 
It's not my fault you couldn't keep a thing in your pants. What's that have to do with okay. me? All right. Thank you all for listening. Get your own football podcast. Check us out. Spotify, YouTube, Facebook. Um, I hate you, Kevin. I'll see you in a week. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, people.